friends, welcome back to another episode of Hemi's Corner. Today, I just wanted to talk about something that has really been weighing very heavy on my heart recently, which is this strange normalization of sexualizing children by exposing them to harmful matter, which was once very, you know, very much illegal, but for some reason we are towing the line between um, somehow accepting it in society. And I don't even know, like, if there, I'm, I'm sure, like, the bigger population sees it as harmful, but there is somehow this brainwashing for us to believe that it is not harmful and that it is a just thing to expose children to for the sake of acceptance. And it's just straight up evil, so I'd like to talk about that today. What really did it for me was, um, well, a lot, but the most recent is the Roanoke drag show. Um, And, you know, I want to just thank people like Steven Crowder um, and everyone who was there that was able to investigate and, you know, do an unbiased reporting and really expose what was going on in these events. I really appreciate them because we've got really terrifying footage and images of what went on. Um... I just want to say that children do not belong at drag shows because drag shows are very sexualized events with men dressed as women, transvestites, you know, gyrating and twerking and collecting money like strippers and it's, you know, wearing very provocative outfits and it's not the best environment to have a child in. It is really not, especially if they're held at bars, which... You know, children are not even legally allowed to be at bars. You know, it's only for people who, you know, are legally allowed to drink or over the age of 18. You know, it's like, it's not a place for children. And so this is very concerning. I was also, you know, pushed over the edge when I saw the Drag Your Kids to Pride event. And sorry, push yourself over the edge kind of sounds like a... It's not what I meant, sorry. But anyway, what I mean by it is that these events that I noticed that really pushed my buttons, I guess, made me angry. Um, and the second one is the Drag Your Kids to Pride event, which was at, um, which was in Texas, in Dallas. And I just want to shout out to Alex Stein and John Doyle um, for doing great um, reporting there, especially Alex Stein. Um, so thank you guys for reporting on the grounds and for fighting the good fight out there. But you know, seeing things like that was really terrifying because that was at the beginning of Pride Month. And, you know, it's quite strange that a lot of members of Pride and LGBT say that they don't want to associate with, you know, groomers and with MAPs or MAPs, which is minor minor attracted persons, which I disagree in that statement completely. You know, they are... Um, pedophiles pedophiles that is what they are um so this normalization this weird 
combining of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, and then somehow we we throw in the transgender people in there, and now somehow we're throwing pedophiles in there. It's all just very messy, and, you know, it's not something that is biblical by any, you know, stretch of the imagination, truly. It's absolute malice. Um, And also, you know, I don't understand how Christians can look at this and do nothing about it, but, you know, they go to church and, you know, the least that the most that there is is this very general blanket statement of society, you know, is not what we are happy with, but, you know, God is greater, which is, you know, it's great. I believe, like, yes, God is greater, but can we call it out, please? Like, can we can we really get to the root of these issues and talk about these issues freely so that we understand, you know, where the sin is coming from where the evil is coming from and can we you know eradicate it in the name of jesus right there will always be sin in the world right but um you know there is this restlessness that comes with seeing the sin in the world and but you know when jesus came to earth he wanted to establish a new he wanted to establish a kingdom right um, but the kingdom was not necessarily an external kingdom. It was more of an internal kingdom in our heart. It wasn't, you know, seeing the world like let's let's form this utopia in the world and we'll all be happy again, whatever that means. It was when you have Christ in your heart, when you accept him as Lord and Savior, then the world around you will, you know, it won't be such a burden to you anymore, you know. That was the kingdom that Jesus came to establish. And this eternal, it's an eternal kingdom, right? Because this eternal kingdom in your heart, when you have this, when you are saved through Christ, you know, the worldly things don't bug you. You know, it it's out there in the world, but it doesn't harm you as much as it would if you didn't have Christ. So I just wanted to leave, you know, have that little footnote there. But yes, Again, as I'm saying, I do not understand how Christians can sit by and watch these drag queens take the innocence of our children. Look at the Tennessee Tech drag queen. Um, Christians, is this okay? This, you know, this drag queen at Tennessee Tech, um, you know, was dressed as a nun, um, mocking Christianity, mocking Catholicism, and you know, us as Christians, what are we doing? Are we, I know some Christians will look at it and be like, yeah, like, yeah, they're just making fun of us. Like, you're just poking fun. Like, what is there, you know, to be offended about? And I'm not so much offended by the fact that they're making fun of nuns. I'm more offended and worried. Sorry, worried is a better term. Concerned, if you will. I'm more concerned with the sea that they're placing the seed that they are placing in the hearts of their audience and their and the children. And, you know, perhaps people can will look at it. And my prayer is that people will look at it and be like, well, that's not nice. You know, that's not biblical. That's not, that's not Christ-like. That's not, you know, that's not good. It doesn't feel right in my spirit. And that's my prayer. But only the Lord can, you know, do such a thing. And we also see it. 
the strange sexualization of children in, you know, there's this one channel, it's called Cut. They're based in Seattle, I believe. And they made this video about kids meeting a drag queen. And my question is, why do children need to know about this? What is so important for a child to know about this? To know about a little four-year-old, a little eight-year-old. What is the importance of them knowing that, hey, there's this community of men who dress up as women, who dress up provocatively as women. Not even like, you know, women who are modest and care about their you know, preserving their, you know, sexuality, women who preserve their, you know, preserve their bodies for their husbands, you know, not even those, they don't even dress up as those kinds of women, they straight up dress as very provocative women, wearing skirts that cover nothing, wearing fishnet stockings, what does a child, what does a child, what association does a child have with looking at a man wearing fish stockings, and these butt um, these butt pads and these breasts, these fake breasts, you know what I mean? I don't understand the the uh, correlation and the need for a child to have that imagery in their head. Um, and there was also in California, Toyota was sponsoring a lesson for on first steps of drag artistry for children. And you can look this up. This is real. I'm not even making this up. This is absolute blasphemy. Why do little children need to know the first steps of becoming a fabulous drag performer as they say it, you know, as it says in the the article? Why? Like, why does, what does a child need to know about this? Why do we want to have more, why do we want children to become drag queens? Why do we want children to become, you know, transgender and non-binary and, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual? What is the purpose? What are we trying to accomplish here as a society? What are we trying to accomplish here? You know, and also, why aren't we pushing them to become lawyers, you know, doctors, artists? And by artists, I don't mean people who are so focused on themselves, but I mean like people who who genuinely care about telling a story that will, you know, really push people to bringing us all back to our creator and who made us and not giving ourselves the glory, but giving God the glory because he's the ultimate artist. So I'm going to give him a shout out, right? You know, I can't believe that we're pushing children to become... I'm sorry, the first word that came to my head was monsters. And why are we pushing children to become monsters? It's not It's not normal. It's, it's not normal. God created men and he created women, but God created women for men, right? Um, and I really want to talk about this in another video, but, um, it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. Um, this whole sexualization of children is so disgusting. It is so unbiblical. And let my, may I go on to say it is absolutely evil. I believe it is evil. I don't believe that, you know, we are wired naturally to think that these, this is good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, like, dare I say, five years ago, 20, you know, 17. I don't think this would have been, you know, I don't think this would have passed. But maybe it was on the brink of being, like, a acceptable thing. But maybe not completely in society back then. But, 
you know, as I wrap up, I just want to point out, you know, just point out a few things. You know, if a child is not old enough to consent in sex, what makes them old enough to be dragged to a drag show and celebrate men dressed as women dancing provocatively? And Christians, like, we do not have to be complicit in what is happening in the name of love, quote-unquote love, it's not real love. It is not loving to stand by as innocence is being taken from children. It is not loving to lie to children by convincing them that they're beautifully God-given designed biology is malleable if they are unhappy. And adult Christians, I challenge all of us to seek the Lord and His Word. If we are dealing with unhappiness in our own lives and a lack of com- contentment, let us prayerfully invite the Lord to search our hearts so He may lead us in the way of everlasting. And adults, I dare say, some adult Christians, go and enjoy your drag shows if you must. But please, 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 please keep the children out of it. I know I can't stop every single person from supporting drag or supporting this LGBT lifestyle. I can't stop everybody. But what I, you know, but what I can say is please keep the children out of it because once you tarnish the brains and the minds of the children, there is really no going back. They are at such a vulnerable age and if they get, you know, tarnished and dehumanized and demoralized and and dare I say compromised at that age, it's really going to be a hard, you know, slope that we're going to be slipping down. And I love humanity too much to see that happen. And I urge you and I prayerfully, you know, request that you keep the children out of it. If you are into this type of thing, please keep the children out of it. You know, yeah, that's really all that I have to say. I do hope that I get to talk a little bit more about it in detail as more things emerge. But I really just wanted, I've been meaning to put this out there for a long time and I could never structure it properly, but I might as well put it out there while it's really heavy on my heart. Um, But let's continue to pray for our nation, pray for our children. And once again, you guys, see you in the next video. God bless you.